Hey guys, Mubarak Shah here, CPA and MNA CPA essentially with Maureen Schoenfeld and aligned with Deal Maven. But here today, I want to talk to you guys about how to sell your online content business or website for the maximum value. All right, so the reason people start businesses or the reason you might be interested in wanting to set up your content or website business or scale it is because then you can actually have a real asset that you can sell for a legitimately high and great amount, right? You want to be happy with it. That's why you're putting in the work and that's why you're creating it in the first place. And this is, we're going to go into the details of the process. What's the exit strategy, um, how to value your online business, how to figure out what multiple to put on it and all that good stuff. All right. Because, you know, just from a psychology standpoint, the reason for wanting to do this, of course, is to have the right exit. All right. You could work a job, you could, you know, try to save up and but after taxes and after expenses and assuming you don't increase your lifestyle, it becomes very hard to save a million dollars. Right. You need to have, say, a net take home post taxes of, say, a hundred thousand to make a million in 10 years. Right. Now, that's pretty difficult. Most people would probably be even if you're pretty good with savings. You're probably saving a few thousand a month if you're just working a job. Whereas when you have a company or a business or this website, you know, your content business that you want to sell online, you will essentially be able to have an asset that grows year over year and then can sell in one large chunk for a million or a certain multiple of your net profit. And so that's what I want to get into, right? So with any exit, you have to start with the end in mind. You need to first set the goals as to what you're looking for, right? Because you could have a lifestyle business. And that's fine. But this episode, we're going to focus on selling it. Okay, so obviously you want to have it. There's a couple of factors I want to talk about. But first, I want to talk about the buyer. All right, you have to think about who is actually going to purchase this online business. All right, now there's certain companies that have, you know, an uh, in interest to acquire your online business. There might be a competitor in the space that you've been competing with and they want to grab your audience. They want to grab your profit share right? Or you need to think about related businesses as well. What businesses are in your space that maybe they could benefit from having access to the additional audience and people that your website brings. So for example, if I had a website that was talking about, you know, um, websites and how to do SEO, for example, on my website, then there could be other people interested in the space of digital marketing that maybe they have social media marketing services and they want to add on SEO to their kind of valuable services that they provide their clients. So there's a whole bunch of different ways to look at potential acquisitions, but then on the highest level, you have to keep the economy in mind as well. So for example, in 2023, we're going into a recession, unfortunately. And so as a seller, you need to just be aware that, hey, listen, there are unfortunately some, you know, headwinds against me being able to sell at the highest amount. All right, because I don't want to make this into a finance lesson. But as an M&A CPA, I see these deals all the time. And so what's happening is that because of higher interest rates, that decreases the ability for people that are going to buy on debt and on lending because they need to achieve a certain amount of monthly cash flow to pay off their interest payment and pay off their debt. All right. So just on a more very basic level with lower interest rates that we saw in 2020, 2021, um, 
that allowed people to have a very high multiple in terms of what they were interested in paying and able to pay even because they still could achieve a great return for their investors and for the sponsors or people that they had on behalf or, or for themselves. So when they would model it out, it still looked very attractive. But now the issue is that with higher interest rates, that return becomes lower and lower. And so unfortunately, the ability for these buyers to pay for your business decreases. And so I want to keep I want to have that established out there that, hey, listen, you can either sell this year, right, and pick it up. And, and honestly, it's just going to get worse from here. So if you're if you've been sitting on the fence, hey, you want to sell the business, you're interested, this might be the time to sell. Now would be it because I believe for the next 12 to 18 months, things are just going to get worse from an interest rate standpoint, recession standpoint, and really purchase for it's going to become a, a buyer's market, right? Buyers are going to be finding great deals, but unfortunately, sellers are going to be have to sell at a lower amount. So now is the time to step on it, all right? And so let's go into that. Let's go into the purchase price and valuation of your business, all right? Because you've worked hard on it. You've taken years or months to kind of grow the company, and now you want to sell it. And how do you figure out how much it's worth, right? There's no, like, exchange. Like, you know, when you go to... Kelly Blue Book, there's a, a um, you know, that, that has kind of prior market history of transactions of cars. You go to Zillow, you have that same system for houses. But there's unfortunately nothing like that. And, and I'm going to put some links in the in the show notes on some resources as we see on some private market transactions. But a lot of this information is proprietary and confidential. So my firm, for example, we've done about 2,500 deals in the last 10 years. But though that's confidential information. So we can't publicize that data or those numbers or those metrics. So that becomes kind of like a stopping point. So how are you supposed to figure out how much you sell your business for? Well, it's, let me kind of explain it right now. So essentially the formula for valuation in websites and content businesses, the place to start is you take your net profit. Okay. So this is after you have your revenue then you take out all your expenses everything you've spent and you have your net income or your net profit. Now I put that with the caveat, which I'll go into later, but you take your net profit and then you multiply it by the industry multiple. And then that's how you get your valuation. So for example, if you have a, a business that nets 1000 a month, right? Say it, it makes 2000 and you spend a thousand in, in advertising and hosting and employees and contractors, right? You end up with a thousand. Now, what would happen is online businesses, funnily enough, there a lot of times you'll hear people talking about it in forums and online on a monthly multiple. So you would take that, say, 1000 and you would multiply it by, say, you know, typically the average industry multiple now going into 2023, I would say is between 24 to 36. So what does that mean? That basically your net profit times 24 months or 36 months is what the valuation of the business would be. So if you your website makes $1,000 per month profit, a good range would be that 24K to 36K. Now, that might be hard to swallow. There's obviously a lot of exceptions, but these are just base frameworks you want to set, right? Because even in real estate, even in cars, right, the way that it's established is that there is a multiple. There is a macroeconomic multiple set on the value of your business. But then what happens is that there's also individual uh, transactions that occur and prior transactions. 
And that is what becomes really important to also keep track of. And so because in private businesses, it's difficult to track this. This is why I wanted to make this content because the multiple is important for you to understand. All right. And so it's also important to understand that if you're thinking about looking at it with other businesses or stuff in the website world, in the online world, they talk about it on a monthly m multiplier, but in the normal world, in the business world, offline, brick and mortar, tech, SaaS, finance, investment banking, they talk about it on a yearly multiple. So just keep that in mind because it can get a little confusing because you know, you're thinking about your business and someone might say, you have to be careful if you're, if you're comparing months or you're comparing years. When you're talking about monthly profit, yes, that is a um, 20 to 50x multiple or so that you can get depending on the economy, right? It was 50x back in 2021. I'm saying it's probably closer to 20x, unfortunately, going into or maybe 30x right now. So monthly 30x, the so net profit times 30 would be the valuation of your business. But it's going to go down probably in 2023, unfortunately. So just keep that in mind. And then if you were to talk about it, all you have to do is kind of annualize it if you were to talk to someone else, right? So what I mean by that is if you're talking about the multiple to somebody who thinks that you're, you're saying 40x, right, which is four years or so or three and a half years, you have to remember that you have to just kind of divide it by 12. So just keep that in mind. I hope I hope that was clear. But in general, there's a few levers that you can pull to increase the value of your business because yes, you have the standard multiple and you have the standard net profit, but then there's also different things that people will look into, right? Because price is just a value which is like, it's it's unfortunately not an exact science, right? There's the different motivations. There could be a millionaire that just came into a lot of money who knows nothing about your business and they give you a lot of money. Or on the flip side, you could be dealing with a buyer who's a super savvy negotiator, and unfortunately, they'll probably take you down from a price point and negotiate better. So there's a lot of you know soft skills and qualitative skills that go into it, um, but I just want to kind of make that known and understood. So let's go into some of the main factors that help increase the value of the business. I mean, obviously, there's average net monthly net profit, right? So that's something that people are going to look at. So Unfortunately, you can't just kind of change something last second and improve that. People want to look at the last several months, last year, last two years. And that kind of goes into the second attribute that I believe is most important for the valuation of a business, which is age. Because an older business has basically demonstrated its ability to withstand the external forces that threaten online businesses. So, you know, online businesses have to unfortunately deal with like Google algorithm updates or um, you know, sometimes you're at the mercy of other platforms. So for example, if you're an online business and a lot of your traffic comes from social media, say from Facebook or from Snapchat or whatever, you know, tomorrow they could change their policies or change their algorithm and now your traffic just tanks. So unfortunately, online businesses have a lot more volatility, which is why buyers would like to see some more consistency in a longer average duration of time. So you want to have your business growing generally month over month, year over year, and then have a reasonable explanation as to why there's any significant dips or spikes in revenue or anything. And, you know, as a MNACPA, I advise my clients that you want to kind of average out the trailing 12 months. All right. So the last 12 months of your business are the most important um, that are looked at, but then you're going to have, depending on 
the buyer, you're going to have them look at prior years too. So the reason buyers look at prior years is because of the financing that they need to get. So you have to keep that in mind, right? Yes, you would hope that you just have a buyer with millions and millions of dollars in, in cash, and, and that would be great, but that's a very small, small, small subset of the population. And even those people, the reason they have so much money is because they're smart with utilizing debt to be able to acquire businesses. So they don't really put their own cash at stake. Even if they have the money, they rather take the interest and get the tax deduction by using that interest and getting that loan. And so loan providers now, banks, things of that nature, what they need to see is they need to see a couple years of you know, repeat revenue, consistency, and that's how they determine what valuation or what level of comfort they are at the business. And so that brings me to another point, which is really important to understand why are you limited in this filter, right? Like, oh, why can't I say my business is just 100x and try to find a buyer for that? Well, the reason is, is obviously you're, you can always do that and try to see what happens. But if you actually, I assume you're listening to this because you want to actually move your business in the next couple of weeks or months. And if you want to do that, you have to be aware that the stipulations that buyers are facing today. So a buyer going to a bank today, unfortunately, what happens is, for example, the SBA. That's the primary way that lower and mid-market businesses are bought and sold. right? People go and they get a loan from the Small Business Administration, SBA, and they're able to kind of finance the deal with the additional money and cash flow and loan that they take from the SBA. right? But now what you have to keep in mind is that the SBA has a limit on valuation for businesses. So you are not allowed to loan or receive a loan on a business up to a certain multiple that they have. And the multiple that banks are using nowadays from my conversations with them is about anywhere from a two to three X annual, right? So that's the other thing you have to keep in mind of is that even if you were to find a buyer that loved the business, right? The problem is that the loan amount that they can take is only up to a certain valuation multiple. And so you have to really get into the mind and that's what I'm trying to offer advice here is what is the true valuation multiple that is you know, there for the business that can kind of help you understand where you can sell it at. So the other piece that's super important about the business and that it really I see happens to affect the deal valuation is how involved is the owner? Okay, buyers tend to want to acquire businesses that require fewer hours per week of direct owner involvement, right? They want to purchase investments. They don't want time consuming jobs. So they ideally want to be sure that a business can operate seamlessly without excessive supervision on their part. You know, so again, obviously this changes depending on the um, price point you have on the business. Or obviously a business that has no prior revenue or so, there's a different expectation. But if you're looking in the range which I specialize in, which is probably around 500,000 in profit to about 5 million in profit, that range of kind of, you know, a few million in revenue or that's kind of the sweet spot for this lower mid-market of businesses, you know, you want to have business systems established to automate a lot of the time-intensive tasks or you want to make sure that you have hired freelancers to replace anything that's skill-based, right, that a new owner might not be able to fill personally. So you, you want to just keep that in mind. That needs to be something that's fully aware and even if a business owner isn't quite ready to sell, having basically like an up-to-date succession plan 
is important so that you understand, okay, how you can eventually remove yourself from the daily operations. And this will allow for the maximal business value. Buyers will pay a premium and that way you can, you know, your net profit, you can control internally, right? But up to a certain point, you know, you can't fire everybody. You can't stop the marketing. You can't stop the advertising. You're probably being very, you know, dollar and budget conscious on your net profit anyway. But what you can control is the multiple to an extent, obviously there's the market, but you can kind of help increase it by making it more interesting. Um, and so, you know, ultimately that is the kind of strategy to figure out your valuation. Now, if you have any more questions, I can help you out with the legit process of it, which is like getting your financials ready, setting up your PL, cleaning up your books, um, getting your website listed to for sale. And we go over that more in detail, but if you're interested, you can always reach me at 516-417-4941 or you can email us at Mubarak, M-U-B-A-R-A-K at shahbusinesscpa.com. Hope to hear from you soon. Take care.